and Joe, another episode ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show. I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello everybody and welcome to the horror show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Oh, welcome back, Joe. What's going on, man? Not much. It's the uh, third week of the Halloween extravaganza or whatever um, episode. We're doing Halloween 4. Yes, yes. I wasn't super excited did, to do uh, it. Wasn't super excited. Uh, I'm so excited. Oh, I was. <laughs> do people... So, you know, the new Halloween movie came out in 2018, and we're going to be doing it in a couple weeks. Yes. Um, when it came out, there are people who were like, this is the second best Halloween movie after the first one. I'm like, it's it, there's no way you believe that to be true. But we all have opinions. But they would be like, well, then what do you rank better? And I would rank four better than the 2018 one. And they would... They would Pitchfork's ready. You're like that's <laughs> stupid. Listen, uh, we're gonna rewatch Halloween 2018. Maybe my opinion will change, but as of right now, I'm tripling down on that that opinion. I, I agree with you, and you know what, Joe? I feel like we might even dislike it more. I feel like I gave it more of a shot. I think so too. I gave it more. I think of a so shot. too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, it's so funny because our first go around, I feel like movies in general. I tried to be. A fucking critic, which I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why I was ever trying to take that opinion, yeah. that that stance on things. So like, we did Halloween three, and I know we talked about it briefly on the live, but we did Halloween three for the show, I think, right? We, yes. Yep. Yeah, we did. Um, and I, and I was like super critical. Uh, I love Halloween three. It's fucking fine. I don't know why I was taking like a hard ass stance. It's fun, blah blah. But what's weird is when new movies would come out, I would be like, oh loosey goosey on my my stance like try to give things more of a chance like especially if it was horror yeah. i don't know why i did that like if i don't like it i don't fucking like it like i don't know why i can't just be honest in my opinion i mean you know what that's interesting that you bring, bring that up because i was kind of i've been putting all of our old episodes up on youtube um so yeah by the way everyone that has an xbox i guess you can wa- listen to youtube while you play on your xbox so you can do that now i'm still trying to get all the episodes up it's it's been a struggle but anyway i was looking at all these movies which i mostly forgot that we did (laughs) and i but the one thing i was looking at was man we we i didn't even listen to them but i could reading the titles i was like man we took like a very mm, critical stance at the beginning i guess um yeah and not critical i mean we we were super critical of them but but we took like this weird like actually trying to analyze the movies which which we do not do now and i'm always confused when people are like these guys aren't critics i'm like yeah no fucking shit but i guess for a period i think we might have actually been trying. yeah we definitely that was definitely the angle we were trying to go for yeah and the good thing though is we definitely shifted pretty early because i was like when did that stop so i started like going through all the episodes and it was it was pretty early on where we were just like we gave up on that and just started making fun of movies, which <clears throat> yeah, I think it was when we brought Paul in for like the creature features. We're just like, we can't. It, it, it might've been, it honestly <laughs> might've been um, because then it just got silly and it just got fucking ridiculous. But <laughs> that's when we lost our minds. 
And people were oh. like, yes, please do more of that stuff that makes no sense. And we were like, oh, that's that, that's fucking easy. That's that's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> Talk about bullshit. Um, but um, yeah, so that that's that is weird. Uh Halloween three, I do like I had I had some statements on it earlier, but I do like it. I just haven't, but like, I shouldn't. So, all right, let's talk about this first and then we can kind of like segue into like Halloween three, which we're not talking about today, (laughs) but I feel like I've got more to say about it. Before we hop into it, I I wanted to bring this up to you and I was going to text you, but I was like, let let, let me do it on the show. First off, uh, this go around more and more people reaching out that I haven't talked to, like, you know, never interacted with before. And I'm loving yep. it. Like, and sometimes I feel bad bringing people up cause I don't want to snub other people. So just know everyone I've interacted with since we've come back in August, uh, love talking to you, love hearing from you. Like I'm loving the interaction this time around. It's been, yeah. it's been great. Um, one, per- one person, I'm bringing one person up in, in particular. Uh, they don't follow on, they don't have Instagram or Facebook. Uh, they sent me a message on, on snap saying that, if, uh, Ashley said that if we do a live show in Texas ever, like once once COVID ends, they asked if they can get an autograph. So I said, of course. And they want you. <laughs> this made me laugh so hard. They want you to sign it. You piece of shit. <laughs> which, 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 you know, people always bring up the uh, us or, or you in particular saying 100 percent or or uh, it, that's insane. Which, which, you know, we say a lot, but. You piece of shit gets overlooked, and I feel like you drop that <laughs> every episode. You say, you claim every time you claim the character is just like you piece of shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so them wanting you to sign like that really made me laugh. And and I think there should be a fucking pin, dude. I think you should put you piece of shit on a pin. I was going to suggest a shirt, but nobody would be able to wear that anywhere. So I I, I think the next batch of pins should be uh, you piece of shit. So. <laughs> Or, or or just any of those any of those three catchphrases, you piece of shit, a hundred percent, or that's insane. <laughs> just make oh. just make a, a pin series of that. I think it's fucking brilliant. And, and shout out to Ashley for uh, bringing it up. Of of course, we'll give you an autograph. But uh, that idea was was fucking hilarious, dude. That's that's the funniest thing. <laughs> I I I do know I say that, but I don't think I've ever really thought about how often <laughs> I've said it. And it really that, is. that was the thing. That was the thing because. I think it's the same for all three of them. Like when somebody was like, "Dude, if we should take a shot every time you say a hundred or Sean says a hundred percent," I'm like, "Holy shit, but you'd fucking die!" But I've never like thought of that until until they said that. And then when she said, "You piece of shit," I'm like, "I think he said that in every episode, like since we started." <laughs> Anytime a character d- becomes angry at the other character, it's just you piece of shit. And it's funny, and I don't think I've ever brought this up. I don't think I ever, I think I've like held it subconsciously in my head uh, until this was brought up. Because I remember one of the episodes what, that I was not on, like when, when Logan was, was born and I was, you know, away. Uh, you had dropped that and got no reaction. I was like, I'm pretty sure, like, I think that's the funniest shit ever when you say that. Because no, no character has ever said that in any movie. Possibly ever. But that's... <laughs> You say it every fucking time. And it always applies because that's the look that they're getting. It's the look. It's the fucking yeah. look that they give. Yeah. The body language that they give these people is just, you piece of shit. I think I think that should be our next uh, like pin giveaway. That's yeah, really... Any of those those catchphrases. That's really fucking funny. I'm, I'm so down with that. I'll work on that tonight. Dude, that's fucking funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
I hope I get to say it in this one. I don't think anyone gives that look in this one. You piece of shit. I don't think anyone. Oh, does. oh, oh dude. Th- yes, I do. <laughs> I hope. I hope I remember. I hope I remember. I'll just say it right now. It's a, fucking Loomis does it at the end when Jamie's <laughs> when he's on when Jamie's on the staircase at the very end. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this movie. But let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about so first of all, this movie is gonna be 32 years old tomorrow, which is Wednesday, when this is released, right? So 32 years old on Wednesday. Um, it's aged like a fine wine. Uh, this is the first one Danielle Harris is in. Uh, I recently had a few fans send me links and messages saying, Oh, they asked Danielle Harris if she would be in the next one. If she would want to be in the next one. And she said yes. I was like, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, what else has she, what else does she have going on? Of course she wants to be in a fucking Halloween. Um, what do you feel about the Danielle Harris character in general? Do you like it? I feel like some people have a real affinity for it. So, I mean, going uh, we kind of brushed upon it to start the episode. But Halloween is my favorite movie of all time. Any genre. The original, 1978. It's my favorite movie. I think it's the greatest movie ever made. I'm, I'm not just saying that. I think it's the greatest. Um, I think part two is a fantastic sequel. And I just I just love the franchise. You know, five sucks and whatever. But I think this is great. Um, I don't... Some some people are very passionate about the Jamie character. Yeah. I don't lo- like... Like, I'm not like... It doesn't... I don't go crazy yeah. for it, but I think it's, I think she's fine. Um, it, it's a little, it's a little almost funny that Laurie Strode, who's the heroine of the first two, uh, they decide to go back to their roots and they just write her off in a car accident. It's just like, yeah, here's, here's her daughter, by the way, which Laurie was, Laurie was still in high school uh, in 1978. And now, now Jamie's eight years old, which that's not unreasonable. I get it. Uh, it's just, but it, it just like such a an iconic character, which even at the time in 1988, they knew she was an iconic character to <laughs> to kill her off in a car accident it, for for no real reason. It's pretty fucking crazy. No reason whatsoever. Like I feel like that's and I think that's my issue with the character, the Danielle Harris character, is like so like you said, yeah, of course, like the age thing works, but it's it is a weird like everyone thinks of Jamie Lee. The last time we saw her, she's 17 years old. Right. So, like, no one's thinking of her as, like, now 28 or or would have been 28. You know what I mean? Like, it's just – it it's a little jarring when you realize that she's the mother of this kid. And you're like, oh, that, that's fucking weird. And you, we they just write her off. And it's just like, what happened here? Now – that brings us into it's like it's like it's like making John Wick four and then being like oh by the way John Wick died <laughs> here's his son you know what I mean like it, it it doesn't make any fucking sense to write it like they could have at, at the very least been like she's in a mental ward uh, due to all the trauma and they took her daughter in you know Joe, at least keep her alive imagine if John John Wick four was actually not about John Wick it was about <laughs> something totally different and then. And then people were like, what the fuck? And then they like make John Wick 5, and they're like, don't worry, we're going back to the formula. Don't worry. Come back and watch. And you come back, and John Wick is fucking dead. <laughs> like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck is going on? Like, why are we doing that? Why, why is that happening? Um, 
So John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, they obviously, like we've talked about three, they wanted to go to an anthology series. So this movie was supposed to be a ghost story originally. Halloween 4 was going to be a ghost story. Uh, That does not happen. (laughs) Instead, they decide they want to bring Michael back. They, the original script that they had was about Michael sort of being um, a little bit um, super, um, how would you say it? Like ghostly, like not, not a physical presence. Right. Okay. It was very, yep. they, the, 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 um, Mustafa Akkad, he was very against it because he was like, we, we want to go back to the original. He, he, this is his quote. What I'm trying to do is capture the mood of the original Halloween and yet take new chances. What we're attempting to do is walk a fine line between horror and mystery. Halloween four will not be an ax in the forehead kind of movie. So what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> right. And also it, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was more slasher than like the first couple yeah it's fucking weird and then so they didn't like the original one so they have this other guy write it up um he said the first script was too cerebral okay and this one must feature myers as a flesh and blood killer um okay but then that that i guess that was the catalyst for john carpenter selling his rights to the movie. Like he just sold them. And, and that's why they scrapped that first one. Um, and then they went with for being going back to Michael being a physical thing. But I would say Michael is very much like an apparition in this fucking movie. <laughs> More so than the first two. Like there are moments where he just like appears and reappears in another area very quickly yeah very fucking quickly so um it, it, it it's very confusing what they wanted to do and what what came out but you know it, it is what it is i personally fell in love with this movie watching it tonight uh i thought it was amazing i i think it's so fun to fucking watch and i was really happy um we we went to um what's it called Ho- halloween Horror Nights oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Orlando, and they had a Halloween Four House, which was which was really well done. It was one of my favorite ones. Oh yeah, that's right. That I totally fucking up. forgot about that. You were uh, you were a little oh, under the, little, under the influence, a little drunk, a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> also, standing fucking six hours in line to go through the poltergeist poltergeist house was uh, not fucking my. And company. it was like, I mean, we're from the Northeast, so you know. I know other people are used to it, but standing at 11 o'clock at night and it's still 98 degrees, like, go fuck yourself. You're just fucking sweating. It, it gets hot up here, but at least at nighttime, you know, it cools. How does it, how does it stay the same? It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. Well, let's kick off this movie. Um. This should have been a huge homecoming. They they could have built this up like crazy. Just been like, <laughs> Michael's back. <laughs> and instead, we, this is what we get. Uh, also, naming the, the lead daughter, the, the character Jamie, after Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Cool. I get the homage. Also, a little bit just kind of reminds you every time they say her fucking name. 
<laughs> that they left her out of the fucking movie. <laughs> um, but we open up October 30th, 1988. And man, I'll tell you what, nothing beats putting on an, uh, some of the original Halloween movies, like one through five and seeing that orange fucking font. Agreed. Dude. Agreed. It's Nothing one of the, beats the greatest it, fonts in, in movie history. Dude, orange font on this like grainy, you know, film footage, like actual film recorded on film. It's it, nothing beats it. Like it set a mood for me today. I, I watched it. I put it on and I was just like, Oh, this is fucking great, man. This made me so happy. Um, that, that that didn't last too long because the ambulance is driving to Haddonfield Sanitarium. Um, is that a Metallica album? <laughs> Sanitarium. Well, I mean, there's that that song, "Welcome Home Sanitarium." Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off Master of Puppets. Oh no, that's not what I'm thinking of. This was like released in the 2000s. I thought. Oh, no, it was their tour, Summer Sanitarium Tour. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I don't know why I thought about that. Um, Well, these doctors, they show up in an ambulance. They go to the sanitarium. They're there to pick up a patient to transfer. We meet the most unprofessional (laughs) staff (laughs) in the fucking world. These people are working with uh, sick people, very sick people. And <laughs> basically the next five minutes are them just walking around being like, oh, I never want to come to this fucking shithole again. <laughs> and the guy's being like, yeah, they're all fucking disgusting freaks. You'll never get used to it. <laughs> There's lines like, Jesus ain't got nothing to do with this place. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that one down. Yeah. And this is where society dumps its worst nightmares. <laughs> Imagine being in a cell. You're just like, oh, cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, the security officer also, you know, gives us a brief rundown of Michael Myers in case we forgot in the last 10 years or so. Was it ten, Was it actually? No, it was six years. It was six years since the, since three. No, it was 10. Well, it, it, was, it was 10 since the first one. Okay. Okay. So 10 since the first one. All right. Um, that, that's a cool thing to do, too. You know, like, I don't know. I, I kind of dug that they were using, like, the real-time element to it. Um, Why do people keep trying to transfer Michael Myers? It has never worked in any of the <laughs> fucking movies. Joe, can I tell you something, too? I saw so many plot similarities to from 4 to the 2018 one. Or yeah. was it, is it the 2018 one? Or, oh, maybe, no, maybe it's the Rob Zombie ones. I'm thinking. Well, the 2018 one definitely uh, it, it pays homage, even though it didn't like count these ones as part of the the storyline. It definitely paid homage to it. Oh, okay. I, you know, I'm actually kind of excited to watch that again. I know it's going to be awful, but um, then uh, so yeah, so of course, transferring Michael Myers is never a good idea. <laughs> um, and it's never worked successfully once <laughs> ever in the history. Uh, and we we also find out that they're transferring them. I will say this about four. I think four did not leave loose ends in their story. I think they explained everything well, way more than most horror movies do. And that's why I think I liked it a lot. Because normally where Especially- we pick holes in it, they were sure to be like, no, this is why. And I was like, oh, that's a pleasant fucking surprise. <laughs> Yeah, especially for a, a part four. Like, how many part fours? I mean, even if you don't think 
this one's like great. It's just, it's still pretty fucking good for a part four. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my, for a part four, this could be the best. <laughs> I I'd be hard pressed to think of another part four that's like yeah. This, I'm, try, I'm trying to think. <laughs> this fucking good. Um. So, and 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 the reason this the reason they're transferring him makes sense. It's not just like. Uh, we're gonna put him in this other place just to drive him around. Uh, this this bad guy, very Ghostbusters s bad guy, using bu- bureaucracy uh, to be the the villain, and he just wants to push Loomis out of his position. He hates Doctor Loomis. He thinks he's a nut. Um, and to do that, he's moving Michael to a federal facility. And then Loomis has no more patience and has to either. And the guy's like, I don't care what he fucking does. He'll either get fired or he'll retire or he'll fucking die. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> My biggest villain in the movie. <laughs> listen, listen. I love the character of Loomis. Could you imagine working with Loomis? Dude, I'm 100% on this guy's fucking side. Yeah. <laughs> Loomis is. <laughs> Every time they talk about Myers, he's like, you talk about him like he's a human being. And Loomis. He fucking is. Like, relax. <laughs> well, yeah, the boogeyman thing's done, Loomis. Like the guy's <laughs> fucking here. He's he's a burned up guy in bandages right now. <laughs> like, shut no, the fuck no. up. <laughs> so I do like that they they made Loomis all like burned and disfigured oh from from when he blew <laughs> when he blew himself up in part two. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll get to it. But one of the like this movie did make me laugh out loud sometimes. Oh yeah. Uh, even though even though I'm sure that was not the intent. But when they're at the gas station, <laughs> Loomis is walking with a cane, like hobbling around, and he fucking jumps to avoid getting blown up and like clears things. He gets so much airtime. <laughs> it was so unbelievable. Because we've been watching him barely fucking walk from one place to another. <laughs> I honestly, during this movie, I could not stop laughing at Loomis. And I can't believe that there's people that, like, love this Loomis character as, like, a serious fucking character. Because he's, like, the biggest joke. He, they filmed a scene for this that they did not release. And it's, it's, because, you know, Loomis blows up in two, right? And. Yes. (laughs) And they said they filmed the scene to explain his survival. And it's just that he gets blown up out a window. <laughs> and that's how he fucking survives. And I was like, it's so, <laughs> it, it, it's so funny. Cause, cause his character in one and two is like legitimate. Like, like in one, his character's perfect. Like one wouldn't be great without him. And like, you know, the yin to Myers Yang. Yeah. Uh, this one, it literally jumps the shark, and I, and I love it. I think it's great, but you can't take him seriously anymore. He is a cartoon character in this. <laughs> He's a fucking for him for him to be like. Myers is not human. You talk about him like he's human. Why would people talk about like, you like you're human? You <laughs> blow yourself up, blown out a fucking window, and you're and you're fucking still hobbling around. You're just like him. <laughs> he fucking he fucking hitchhikes. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at this movie. Loomis is dude, pretty dude, dude, when, dude, dude, he, he's such a good actor too. Because when those kids prank him, like yeah, hop in, old man. Also, also. <laughs> Everyone who refers to him as old man, I'd be so fucking pissed. He's only like sixty, <laughs> and everyone, everyone would be like, "Hey, what's up, you old bastard?" <laughs> He's also disfigured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
walking with a cane. <laughs> I mean, to, and to be fair to them, though, I mean, if the disfigurement was what we saw in the film, uh, it honestly looked like that WWE Jillian Hall character where they glued, like, the fake vomit to her face. Yeah. <laughs> like, he had nothing wrong with it. Oh man, I I fucking loved it. I loved it, and um, yeah. And we meet this guy who's trying to push him out, which again I, I'm fine with because it seems like Loomis is an absolute asshole and is just like keep Michael alive. But then at the same time, is like we have to destroy Michael. <laughs> oh, the guy doesn't know what the fuck he wants. Um, so they move Michael, who's bandaged up. Um. Dude, love the introduction of the Halloween song in this one. Thought it was amazing, yes. dude, because they put them on the gurney and they're wheeling them out in the rain and it, the Halloween song hits, the Halloween theme hits, and it's just like, fuck, like, I'm so ready for this. Um, and it starts out really strong because uh, they're driving in that ambulance and Michael Myers just starts f- smashing this guy's fucking head against the side of the, the wall and then... <laughs> sticks his thumb through his forehead so so that's not the the last time he does that in, in this movie which is a, so like myers like myers pierces his digits through people's flesh like it's fucking butter i i believe it to be three times in this movie yes that is correct that is what happens um After viewing the film's rough cut, the director and uh, Mustafa Akkad decided that the film's violence was too soft. And so they filmed an extra day of, quote, blood filming um, using these insane special effects. And they came in and they that's when they made all of these weird thumb (laughs) thumb and neck twisting scenes um, because they were like, no, this movie's too fucking soft. (laughs) So thank God they added it, because otherwise uh, that would have been rough. I mean, what would have happened? <laughs> Nothing would have happened. Oh, boy. we mean- it's, it's so funny that his thumbs, like, they could have just made it go through the people's eyes, right? Because that's that's a legitimate thing you can do. But instead they chose for it to go through the forehead. <laughs> it's like, why was there no logic behind it? Just gouge his eyes out. You they know, could have like, done a million could do that. things. They could have done a million <laughs> things. <laughs> oh my god! And the fact that they did it multiple times was so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> like he could have grabbed. Like you're in. You're strapped to a gurney, right? There's, you know, we've seen it in a hundred movies. You grab a, a scalpel or literally any piece of equipment that's lying by and stab him with it, and you'd be like, "Oh, that makes sense." Exactly. Stabbing your thumb through somebody's forehead is probably the, the thing that makes the least amount of sense that anyone could have probably thought of. <laughs> like, quick, how do we do this? Yeah. Oh, my God. We meet Danielle Harris, who is um, crying about missing her parents. This scene is literally just for her to be like, I don't have a family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. And her sister is, like, pretty brutal and will be brutal the entire movie, just being like, oh, yeah, don't worry. Uh, they can't come back because they're dead. <laughs> and little Danielle Harris is like, oh, okay. <laughs> totally brutal. It's her, fo- it's, it's her foster sister, not yeah. that I actually hear. Yes, her foster sister. Um, Dude, Danielle Harris, as we'll see in this scene, uh, has, like, full flashbacks of a person she's never met before. <laughs> 
Which in, in Michael Myers, like in, she has nightmares of him in his full uh, getup. Like why? Why would she know? Uh, full, not only in his full getup, but flashes of him as a child. <laughs> yeah. Which, which I think, to be fair, to be fair, she does. We do see that that is one of the photos she owns um, okay. in her okay. collection of photos. Which also, hey, police officers. And foster parent. <laughs> Take that a fucking away from her. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. And she does not know Michael is her uncle yet. She finds that out much later, despite kids being like, your uncle's a boogeyman. The boogeyman. <laughs> when she finds out later, she's like, oh my God, they were right. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, She sees Michael in her room, but it's just a flashback. She starts crying. um, And her friends, um, or her her friends, her her parents, her foster parents come in and find her in the closet crying. (laughs) Buzz breadstick stuff. (laughs) Crying in a pantry. October 31st, 1988. Um... Dude, I I love that the Halloween movies take place on Halloween. Oh, me too. And not only that, but I didn't realize, I guess, I mean, I guess I knew, but like kind of not. But I feel like it's really emphasized in this one that Loomis is like, it's Halloween. Do you know what that fucking means? <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, the, you, I really didn't believe that he always waited till Halloween, right? Because... In the second one, it's not Halloween. It's the day after. Right. Right? Well, it's it's like seconds after. It's like the continuation. So it's, oh. it's still technically the night. Oh. All right. Fair enough. Fucking fair enough. That's insane. Also, by the way. <laughs> Longest day of I that love woman's it. It takes... life. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> uh, but yeah, no. This. I, I guess I didn't really think about it until until this one. Where Loomis is like, oh, he... But see, like, now that even makes less sense. <laughs> He's like, because it's Halloween, you know what he does? And it's like, wait, he only did it once so far. <laughs> so, well, he did it, as, did it as a kid, too. So I guess, I guess Loomis can, can string it together. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, th- we meet the parents, the foster parents, and the dad is, yell- like, fucking screaming at the mom. Because he dipped his own tie in fucking coffee. And he looks... <laughs> he does that... And he looks at her like she's the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit in the world. Um, which is which is fucking alarming. Um and then we get the we get the catalyst to all of this, which is uh Jamie's babysitter can't make it um because she broke her ankle, and so they need the daughter, uh Rachel, to watch after Jamie tonight. And she throws a fucking fit because she has a date. With Dreamy Brad, the Dreamboat Brad, the Dreamboat Brad, and uh, she, which she proclaims, who knows, maybe he was gonna make a commitment, <laughs> and then tells her parents that you know because she can't date him tonight, she will not have grandchildren and she'll never get married. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course Jamie hears all of this and is like, oh, I guess I'm just a fucking hassle to everybody. <laughs> And runs upstairs. Um, and the dad. Wait, is his name is his name Brad? I thought it was Brady. 
Oh, it is totally Brady. Okay, all right. I thought I was... Carry on. <laughs> Sorry. Brad is a much more handsome name, so I'll probably continue to call him. <laughs> this kid, he's in... um. He's in Ghoulies too, and he's oh no he's he's in um, Dazed and Confused. Oh, stupid he? looking jock! Yeah, he's one of the jocks on the football team. Somebody, I was reading some information about this, and they say he returns in six. Does he? As Brady? Wait, what? Did, wait, wait! <laughs> Doesn't he die in this? Yes. Wait, so okay. what did I read? I swear to God, he returns. He returns in six, and they were they called him like really unfortunate looking. <laughs> I don't know. Listeners can send us some emails about that. I swear that's what I read, but maybe I misread it. <laughs> Hopefully I misread it. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but you know, Rachel and Jamie have a talk, and you know, they're gonna they're gonna do trick-or-treating together. Um, yeah. after her dad was like, you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> oh my God. I do say it all the <laughs> there, you time. Go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Holy shit. But the, <laughs> because it's the, okay. So it's also to shorten these long things. Cause this dad goes off on a tangent on Rachel. That's like, Hey, why the hell would you do that to her? She's the sweetest thing. She needs us. And you're behaving like a real jerk. And, and it's basically, it sums it up. You know, you're being a real piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> You don't gotta explain it. <laughs> and then we see Loomis. He's back, baby. Um, and he is furious that he wasn't notified about a decision uh, the hospital had every right to make. Because <laughs> fun fact, that's Loomis always- is just a quack doctor. He is not a fucking. <laughs> that's always his mo. <laughs> Like, like every time he's like, why didn't anyone notify me? Like no, Loomis, nobody had the fucking notify you shit. <laughs> You're not the boss of anybody. Loomis. You're a fucking idiot that just constantly talks to Mike Myers. <laughs> the hospital's probably not even paying him. Dude. Also, he, <laughs> that's a great point because he, all he does is talk to Mike Myers and never get a reaction. Imagine like your one, your one job is to like psychoanalyze somebody and, and you've been doing it for 20 years and that person's never even acknowledged your existence. <laughs> the only time he acknowledges your existence is when he breaks free and tries to fucking kill you. <laughs> and you're not even his prime target. You're just getting in the way. So he has yeah, to like, eliminate <laughs> you. <laughs> He actually doesn't give two shits dude, about. Dude, he, dude, dude, that's completely true because he never seeks. He, he never goes after him, and every time Loomis just throws himself there, Myers could not. He could not go out more out of his way to not kill this guy. <laughs> like, like even what we see in the next couple of scenes, oh Loomis, Loomis has him cornered, <laughs> and Michael Myers could absolutely dismantle him there. And Myers is just like, get the fuck away from me! Like, I cannot. I cannot leave this premises and you fast enough. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Loomis, everyone is just annoyed by Loomis. No one, <laughs> no one wants anything to do with him. <laughs> like, Myers' job would be so much easier if he just killed Loomis. And even he can't be bothered. <laughs> He's just like, oh, fuck. I, I can't do this right now. <laughs> This is my favorite. I, this is my favorite thing we've ever talked about. Oh my god, this is just an annoying asshole. <laughs> Loomis has spent fucking five years telling about Tashiro Buffoon's <laughs> his method acting to prepare. 
<laughs> Telling about Rodney Mullins training routine. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Loomis the boar. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, I'm fucking crying. Uh, <laughs> this might be the hardest. That's the real that's the real reason that Myers is escaping. <laughs> Being locked up with a locked up with Paul. <laughs> oh my Myers God, had I'm no like... intention of ever breaking through. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> oh my God. Myers talks to all the guards like free, freely. <laughs> Just won't talk to fucking. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, want, I want to see that version. I do too. <laughs> Most vocal prisoner that they've ever had in Haddonfield. And fucking the fucking guards totally fucking agree with him. <laughs> I think this fucking guy's fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh, I thought we Alfred Hitchcock direct the birds. <laughs> Myers just slowly going insane. <laughs> That's the only reason he's trying to escape. <laughs> oh my god, that is fucking rich. <laughs> well, as Lupus does, <laughs> also all the fucking time. Dude, everyone in this town must fucking hate him. Because again, the formula is always this is always the formula. He's pissed no one's been notified. And then somehow <laughs> gets access to the police and is like and is just like driving me around. <laughs> Yes, yes, and he and he always actively sabotages their investigation, <laughs> which he does, dude. He does tenfold in this movie. Like you know, the first, the first, the first one, he just fucks everything up, like just by being in the way. This one, he actively goes out of his way to, to in, incite a fucking riot while while the cop is doing doing his best to calm down an unruly mob. <laughs> Can I, can I, I know that's like further down, but the, the, there's literally a mob like ready to go out and hunt because they heard Myers is on the loose yeah. and they show up and it's just Loomis and the police officer and, and the cop is like, listen, everyone, like, I know you're mad. Calm down. And honestly, he's doing his best to defuse the situation. And Loomis just like grabs the microphone or whatever. He's just like, he's on the loose and you need to kill him now. <laughs> and, then, and then everybody listens to him They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> He literally incited a riot. <laughs> and by the way, it, it, it caused somebody to be murdered. Oh my god. <laughs> to be murdered. That blood is on Loomis's hands. Yo, that scene blew my mind. I've, I I did not remember that scene. And I thought for sure they'd go back there and there'd be like a dead fucking raccoon or something. <laughs> yeah, no, like it, that was little Timmy fucking. <laughs> <laughs> And and that doesn't, that doesn't even disband them. Like you would think, you would think if like all of us got together and we're like, let's go get this guy, and we end up shooting somebody that we knew <laughs> in the bushes, we'd be like, we gotta go home. Like this is this is crazy. We gotta go home and stop this. They don't. They they continue looking for Myers. <laughs> oh my god, I love this fucking movie so much. I, I love it more as we talk about it. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, Loomis interferes with police work as usual, 
shows up to the crime scene and is just immediately like the cops are like, yeah, we got this. Like, you know, we found two bodies. This one's missing. And he's like, he's fucking on the loose. And everyone's like, well, you know, maybe not. Maybe the body's downstream, which they're right. Like most likely you see that you're going to be like, you know what I mean? And Loomis is just like, no, he's on the loose. Dude, a guy even comes with like science in this scene. He's like, you know, in some accidents, the trajectory can be 60 to 50 feet. Yeah. Like presenting Loomis with fat. Oh my God. Oh, fuck. This is so funny. <sighs> so then, in typical, again, typical uh, Halloween fashion, we go to a gas station slash garage. And, oh, see, so Rob Zombie's Halloween took a lot from this, not 2018. No, because 2018 has uh, Myers walking through a gas station bathroom. Do they? And for, some, for some reason, taunting somebody, taking a oh shit, or whatever they're doing on the toilet, yeah, and, and dropping all their teeth, teeth over it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that scene. That scene is fucking insane. <laughs> oh like, it's like the least Michael Myers thing you could have possibly had them do. <laughs> Knock the teeth out of someone taking a shit. <laughs> And then dropping it over somebody else in the next stall. Oh, my God. Yeah, that really is, like, the least Michael Myers thing, which... To prove a point. Yeah, like... (laughs) Just kill him. (laughs) No one shits in the public bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Shit on my watch. What's that? Oh, not on my watch. Uh, So, we go to the gas station garage where Michael shows up, as he does every time he breaks out of somewhere... And he kills the mechanic, which, again, he does every time also. And then Loomis shows up fucking two seconds later. And I'm like, oh, this is yeah. fucking crazy. Like, he's going to catch he, the movie's over. How did over. he know he would be there? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking movie's over. He's going to catch Michael. We're done. Um, that doesn't happen, though. Instead, Loomis just starts creeping around the garage, um, which I guess if you had to pay, you might do. Probably not. You'd probably just look in. And say hello, but he starts looking around, and of course, a body falls he, from the ceiling. <laughs> Did you notice when he first pulls up, he's he's talking to somebody? And there's not a there's not a soul in sight. Did you notice that? No. He's like, dude, he pulls up and he's like, "Hey, what's going on here?" There, there's nobody that he's possibly talking to. <laughs> oh my god! They just let a senile old man loose on the set. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> So, he sees a body fall, right, from the ceiling in chains. It's the mechanic. You yeah. get in your car and you fucking leave. <laughs> that's that's what you do. Instead, he's like, uh. And then he starts investigating the other side of the building. <laughs> Where he finds a dead waitress who he knows. And he's like, oh, Jesus, not Amanda. Or whatever her name is. Uh, and how big is fucking Haddonfield? For him to have to hitchhike into town and, he, I don't know, it's. Fucking madness. Uh, but then he sees Michael across the way. Yeah, they do the Jaws shot. I the, love it. The Jaws shot, yes. And he says, uh, Michael, why now? It's been 10 years. I knew this day would come. <laughs> Wait, you just asked him why. <laughs> said, I knew this day would come. Uh, and he's begging Michael not to go to Haddonfield. He's like, please don't go to Haddonfield. Please don't go. <laughs> And he unloads five shots and Michael's gone. Um, He just disappears like a specter. So 
Loomis runs outside to get in his fucking car, and Michael Myers drives a fucking tow truck out of the building, crashes through the building, hits, grazes the gas pumps, which then blows up the gas pumps, blows up Loomis's car, and for whatever reason, blows up a fucking telephone pole like 50 feet away. (laughs) Yeah, man. So that, that, that was a big explosion. They spent, they had to have spent most of their budget on that. Yes. Uh, and th- that's also the scene I was talking about before where, where Loomis is very spry, even though we watch him hobble around. For yeah, and you're 100% hours. right. He jumps from the gas stick, <laughs> the gas <laughs> pump. He's right by the car and somehow dives and into the trash right next to the building. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> well, Jamie goes to school, and here we see her getting made fun of and bullied. Because the people in Haddonfield, I guess, are the worst human beings on earth. Dude, they're so mean to Tommy in the first one, right? He's like, he's gonna get you. He's gonna get you. This one, they up the ante, just be like Jamie, just taunting her, being like, "Jamie's an orphan." <laughs> what? Jesus Christ! Chanting, "Jamie's an orphan." His fucking madness. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> well, then after school, they go to the. They go to the drug store, uh, you know, the, the fun spot everyone wants to go to. <laughs> uh, and uh, we meet the love interest, Brady, here, finally. Um, and Brady tells us, we've got the, the best costumes in town, which I, I, was, I was ready to make a joke about it. They literally have the greatest Halloween costumes I've ever seen. <laughs> They've got the best fucking masks. It's fucking insane. Um and Jamie, you know, who is being ridiculed in school, uh, pulls out the fucking lamest Halloween costume ever. Uh, a, a clown. A clown. But, you know, it's it's the Michael Myers clown. So Right. And for a town that wants to forget Michael Myers, I feel like they might want to get rid of that <laughs> costume. But <laughs> what do I know? Uh, <clears throat> back out in the desert of Haddonfield, <laughs> Loomis is hitching a ride. A car of cheerleaders and jocks <laughs> pull up. And as we said, come on, old man. And then they peel out, leaving Loomis in a literal cloud covered, of dust. Covered, covered in dust. <laughs> and it's one of, those, one of those scenes where I'm not so sure Donald Pleasance was aware that was going to happen. Because the look on his face is so fucking pissed. You know what? Fucking wipe Haddonfield off the map. Like, these people are the fucking pits. <laughs> like, uh, another guy picks him up. He's a reverend. Uh, you would think this scene would have something to to tell us, but it doesn't. It's just a fucking monologue by this reverend that I, I could give two shits about. But whatever. I love that he's drinking and driving during it, too. Yeah, drinking a uh, dickle, dickle, bickle, dickle wine, or bickle, dickle whiskey, or whatever it's fucking called. <laughs> Dickle whiskey? Is it called Dickle? I don't. It's I, yeah. I'm like ninety percent sure it's called Dickle or Bickle. I can't remember. Well, he gets a ride. Uh, he gets a ride with this um, fucking reverend, and it it doesn't matter at all. Back at the house, though, Michael is in town. Michael is in Haddonfield. He is watching everything. Uh, the parents leave. Jamie and Rachel leave. 
Um, and while this is happening, somehow Michael gets inside throughout this movie constantly. Loomis is like, he'll go back to the house. He'll go back to the house. He was already fucking there. And not only was he already there, Loomis, <laughs> you were already there. <laughs> and you saw that he was already there. You literally say this was him <laughs> to the police officer. So I don't understand why that keeps happening and why that keeps coming up. <laughs> like every fucking 10 minutes, every time Loomis is in a scene, he's like, he's going to be at the house. <laughs> what the fuck, Loomis? Um, it's fucking insane. Uh, and- wait, wait that, that's a great point because Loomis... At, for, from here on out, it's always like, I know exactly where he's going. It, it, it's literally never where Michael is. Never. <laughs> Lewis, Lewis is always in a different location. <laughs> and just constantly being and, like, go back to the fact, house. F- yeah, f- fucking Michael is always where the kids are. Like, <laughs> Just go, yes, which, go to where the kids are. <laughs> which Loomis knows like he's after them. And, and he always leaves the kids alone to be like, I know exactly where he'll be. Yeah, I'm going to go get him. <laughs> Hang on, kids. <laughs> Fucking Loomis is such a fucking idiot. And Loomis is always like, all right, let me also bring the one person trained in firearms. Uh, I'll take the sheriff with me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, whatever. Um, and Michael, though, goes through all of her shit. And we see, you know, it says, um, you know, mom at age 17. And it's it's, it's, it's a what? picture of Lori. How do- how does Michael know, like, he's been locked up, right? How does he know? What is he? What, what's his plan? How, does he know Lori's dead? Does he know she has a daughter? Um, and hey, why would he know that? He, he wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't at all, which is why it's even more alarming when Loomis, uh, right now, it's, it's, it's in the next scene, is screaming about, uh, <laughs> 10 years ago, he tried to kill Lori, and now he's after her daughter. How would you? What? Oh. We 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 know why. We know why. It's because Loomis has been telling him literally everything that's been going on. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Dude, Michael, did you hear? Did you hear your sister got, got knocked up. Holy shit! <laughs> Named her Jamie. Holy shit, Joe! That is one hundred percent. Loomis is a piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, my God. Dude, Loomis going in and just being like, Ugh, so uh, I can't get a reaction out of you. So how about your sister getting knocked up and naming her kid Jamie? Uh, oh, wait. By the way, Michael, your sister died. <laughs> the, kid, the kid now resides with a foster family. <laughs> Giving him the address. I dare you. I dare you to go find her. <laughs> how do you feel about that, Michael? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's amazing. So Loomis is um, Loomis is the bad guy in this movie. Loomis is the villain. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Um, well, that's how that's how he ultimately gets the cops to agree to like go with him. I I, I, I don't understand it. Meanwhile, trick or treating. Uh, you know, Rachel's with uh, uh, Jamie, and they go to the fucking town thoughts house. Um. And fucking Brady's there. Brady's fucking moved on faster than faster than anything. He's 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 hooking up with the thought who opens the door in her underwear 
and a shirt that say cops do it by the book, which, yeah. which is a reference to her father, the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross. Take that fucking so weird. Uh, this causes a whole distraction and for some reason Jamie runs away Um, never seen a kid more afraid of this Michael Myers character but constantly uh, running away or uh, touching Michael Myers (laughs) as we'll we'll see later (laughs) Uh, we go we cut to a bar which uh, cracked me up um, at first but it, because I was like, what is this? Because they're like, hey, everyone shut the fuck up. Like they always do in a bar scene. Um, and then turn up the TV. And the TV is acknowledging Michael Myers and a curfew's in place and everyone needs to go inside their house. And these guys fucking jump out of their seats and are like, oh, round up. It's time to kill Michael. Those fucking <laughs> cops do nothing. <laughs> not wrong. Right. N- not fucking wrong. Uh, <laughs> And, and and honestly, that's that's a great point because it's the same town that the events in the first one happened in, in which he escaped and murdered a bunch of people. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, like, and now I, it's happening again. And again, like you know, I kind of dug it because they one of the one of the patrons or the bar owner, I forget who kid died that night. Right. So there is like a personal thing there for a re like. You, you, you know, small town, you could totally see that happening. Like, and yeah. the cops fucking do nothing. Oh, and they try to call the police and no one fucking answers the phone. <laughs> so they're like, look at these fucking idiots. Uh, unfortunately, all of the police have been murdered. <laughs> Which is weird um, that Michael showed up and just killed a bunch of police, but I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, and they don't talk about li- it really. Even they don't. He's evening the playing field. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! And then the cops, uh, the cops go in. Uh, the cop and Loomis, you know, go to Jamie's house, and they find a dead dog, fucking murdered. And uh, like they do in the first one. Yep. And the cop goes, "Oh, this is starting to spook me, Doc." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I would literally shit my pants. I'd be like, I'm done, man. I'm getting the fuck out of here. <clears throat> um, down at a substation, an electrical substation, for no reason. I love, I fucking love this scene. <laughs> this scene's great, but it has no reason. There's no reason for this to be in the movie, and I love it. Um, <laughs> Michael shows up to an electrical substation, and the guy's like, hey. You're not supposed to be here, you stupid idiot. He's like, you stand right there. I'm going to call the police. And Michael... Dude, his, name, his name's Bucky. Oh. And he he's the biggest... One of the biggest turds in any movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dude, I've never... He acts like such a tough guy. He's like, don't you try that shit with me. And Michael like, takes another step. He's like, all right, I'm going to have to call the police. <laughs> Uh, Michael doesn't take kindly to that and uh, throws him on top of a transformer, uh, <laughs> fucking electrocuting him. Um, yeah, and, and that's it. Just a huge fucking electrocution scene. Again, pointless, but a pretty cool scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, th- this is when you get your first glimpse that Michael has no neck. And uh, the reason for that is because for whatever reason the actor decided to wear hockey pads under his outfit. 
So some scenes his neck is right, correct, like a human neck, and in other scenes his shoulders touch his earlobes. <laughs> it looks it's fucking stupid looking. Um and it's just weird that people filmed it and they were like, That looks good. Like that looks fine. That'll be fine. <laughs> oh goodness. Um the kids are being swept off the streets in town by the parents because the curfew's kicking in. No one wants to be around for Michael. Everyone's aware of what Michael has done uh, in the past, uh, except, of course, Rachel and Jamie, because Jamie is on the loose and Rachel is looking for her. And Rachel, looking down the street, sees the unforgettable shadow of Michael Myers. And again, here's the thing I loved about this fucking scene was instead of her being like, hey, perv, what are you looking at? Or like, who is that? You know what I mean? Like, she was like, fuck, like... You saw no details of him. He's super far away, but she was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. There was no mention. There was no, you know what I mean? I fucking loved that. I appreciated that. Right. Right. You know, cause in so many of these movies, it's like, Hey asshole, what are you looking at? And then he like gets like 10 feet away and then they're like, Oh my God. <laughs> Why it's Michael Myers. <laughs> the person I've been worried about this whole movie. Um, <laughs> Rachel ends up finding Jamie and then the cops and Loomis find the girls very quickly. Uh, You think the, you think the movie's over, but it's not (laughs) because out pop, not one, not two, but three Michael Myers (laughs) from the bushes and uh, Loomis points his gun at one of them. And they're like, Whoa, don't shoot buddy. Not even. I'm like so flustered by this. These kids are so close to being shot and they don't even like identify themselves as not being Mike Myers when the gun's drawn on them. Like they stand there and wait for a second and the cops like, I'm, I'm warning you don't move. And they're like, Oh, chill out, man. <laughs> Imagine a, 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 a statewide manhunt for a serial killer. <laughs> you and three friends dress up as <laughs> And find the only police officer on the street to try and scare. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. uh, that was yeah. wild. But um, uh, that was weird. Anyway, uh, they drive away, and Michael Myers was behind the car the whole time. <laughs> also, again, <laughs> something that he does later on in the movie. Yes. Oh my god. Joe, okay, I, I, the, oh my god, the end was blew my fucking hair back. It was insane. Oh god. Anyway, um, well, they get to, they finally get to the police station, uh, the whole gang, uh, and it's a bloody mess. And wouldn't you just, wouldn't you just lock the girls up in a fucking cell? Yes, yes, you would. <laughs> and then just wait for him. <laughs> wait for him to fucking show up. Um. <laughs> whole series could have been solved (laughs) uh well the police this is when the militia shows up to the police station we already kind of fucking touched on that and fucking loomis fucking riles them up and they're gonna (laughs) and the cops like the cops like you just instigated a riot and loomis screams at him you haven't got the police for loomis are you fucking kidding me (laughs) which is funny because they wait till the end of the movie, and then they're like, hey, we should probably call the state police. <laughs> that's, that's, that's literally a line that they <laughs> they They've killed an innocent man, and then they finally show up and have 
have have the killer essentially surrounded. Like, where's he going to go? He's in the school, right? Yeah. And then they're like, hey, you know what? The cops get paid for this. We should, <laughs> <laughs> we should just wait till the state police go. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the, the militia drives around. They see the bushes shaking. They unload a million fucking bullets. They also... Most of them miss the fucking bushes <laughs> and are just hitting trash cans and benches around the bushes. <laughs> and then they go and look, and the guy goes, Shit, Earl, it's Tim Hollister. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. That is probably one of the most insane things I've seen. Yeah. And again, they they don't disband after this. They continue forward. <laughs> they continue moving along. It's fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. First thing they do is kill a kid. They immediately leave the police station and kill a kid. Uh, Brady is uh, getting it in with the cop thought. Um, slowest breast reveal I've ever seen. 12-year-old Sean would have been like, holy shit. And then you see... Nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I would have been furious. <laughs> um, and it doesn't matter because they get interrupted by her dad. Yes. Uh, the sheriff bursts in and is just like handing guns out to everyone, <laughs> and, and then gives Brady a fucking toolbox and is like, "Go up to the attic and board it up." What? <laughs> it's like a four-story fucking house. Why do you need to board up the fucking attic? <laughs> oh my god, that's like that's like that is that is like just leave us alone. Like go go, go get away from us. Well, he dude, he, he he throws a jab in there too. He's like, by the way, if you ever fondle my daughter, I'll fucking kill you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brady's like. That whole Brady storyline is kind of fucking weird, too, because, I mean, I guess he's just fodder, right? He's just fucking killer fodder, yeah. so it yeah. doesn't matter. But, you know, you thought that it was going somewhere, but he's right. he, he, he going to die. Um, Jamie now also learns Michael is her uncle because, again, Rachel just casually dropping facts is like, yeah, her uncle's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and she's like, what? My uncle? The kids were right. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, um, also, I thought was alarming was uh, the daughter, the the, the cop's daughter, um, is never wearing fucking clothes. She's in underwear, braless, with a t-shirt on. And never once is the dad like, and, and there are now gr- other grown men in this area, right? They're, like his coworkers are there. And never once is he like, hey, could you put on clothes? And realistically... Why is she never like, I, I should p- probably put some fucking pants on. <laughs> <laughs> fucking old perverts everywhere. I should probably right. fucking do something about this. And there's a fucking killer on the loose. And I don't really want to be running around naked. <laughs> like, who wants to do that? Great point. <laughs> but, well, it doesn't matter. She, she it, it doesn't change. Uh, the sheriff calls in the state police. Um, and they're like, is this a fucking joke? And he's like, nope. And they're like, oh my God. Okay. We'll be right there. (laughs) No fucking follow up. Just that. (laughs) And now Loomis, uh, classic Loomis. He is with the kids that Michael is trying to catch. And he's like, I'm going to go to Jamie's house as if he hasn't been there already. (laughs) 
He already fucking went there. Dude, leaves them by themselves. It's so illogical. It makes when he, no when, fucking when sense. He's, dude, when he's been telling literally anyone within earshot that Michael's coming back for these two kids, or for Jamie. It was his opening line to the police. He's like, that Michael is out and he is going to try and kill her. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> well, the, que- the, the, the town thought she's talking shit to Rachel. She's like, hey, man, maybe if you fucking, you know, sat on Brady's face every once in a while, he wouldn't be <laughs> over here. <laughs> Give or take a few, <laughs> a few things. Um, it was it was really fucking rude. But um, there's a reason to that, because she walks out, finds the dead deputy and Michael impales her with a shotgun. He does not yes. shoot her. He impales, sticks it. Stabs her. Her fucking it chest doesn't have a doesn't have a bayonet. It's, it's just the barrel. It is a dull shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> These kills are just wild. Like they're just so. You know, you you look at Friday the Thirteenth that had all the you know. I, I would probably put Friday the Thirteenth with the most unique kind of kills. You know what I mean? Like. Using things around you to kill people, fucking harpoons and fucking weed whackers with blades on it. And this is the antithesis of that. This is like thumbs and dull objects. (laughs) Just making do with what you have. Electrocuting people. (laughs) I mean, it's probably the most realistic. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. He fucking put his thumb through somebody's forehead. (laughs) Fucking insane. Um, Rachel then uh, goes upstairs because she was on the radio and it takes her five minutes to find these two fucking dead bodies that are just laying out in the open. Um, she's just like in the room being like, deputy, deputy, <laughs> like looking around. There's a body hanging from a wall with a fucking shotgun through it. Uh, she runs upstairs. Jamie's missing. Uh, but thankfully, Big Brad is there. Um, and then in a super weird thing. They're locked inside of the house. <laughs> they can't leave. They've the locks are on the outside of the house. <laughs> According to Brad Brady, who might just be yeah. a fucking idiot, which is most likely. Probably, yeah, yeah. Because in this scene, he shoots the lock and then goes, "Oh my god, it's made of metal." <laughs> It's a fucking doorknob. Of course it is. What, are we talking about? what the fuck are we talking about? And fucking uh, Rachel's like, what does that mean? And he's like, oh, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking insane. Dude, uh, I'm curious if you picked up on this. Uh, our listener, Moderate Chaos, pointed out to me about how it was inexcusable. I, I've never picked up on it, no matter how many times I've seen it. Um, so Brady gets chased up the stairs, right? Yeah. And it's a very long scene for so getting chased upstairs. And it keeps, instead of like showing, you know, you know, <laughs> zooming out on the camera, it just will cut from like Brady to Michael Myers to Brady to Michael <laughs> Myers. And and they have one scene where it spliced Michael Myers in, and it's it, it's him in front of the doorway from like a couple scenes before. He's not on the stairwell anymore. They just spliced it in there. Oh my the god, I did not pick up on that. That's <laughs> it's, amazing. It's so fucking ridiculous. 
<laughs> and also, why are they not just like filming like the two of them in the same frame? Why are they cutting it back to other footage? I have no idea. It was so fucking weird. And then ultimately, he does catch Brady because um, take, Brady takes forever to load a shotgun. Uh, they have a little wrestling match. And then Michael picks him up by the throat and then does this new thumb attack where he like kind of thumbs him like on the side of the head. And it goes to pierce his flesh. Like, just like pushes it through like his upper jaw area, which probably wouldn't kill anybody. It was really weird. Uh, I, I, it was really alarming. Um, while this is going on, Jamie and Rachel are able to crawl out onto the fucking roof, which... Dude, I, lo- I love Rachel in this scene because she stops her escape to turn around and just scream, leave us alone. Like, that's, <laughs> that's going to be effective. That's all it ever took. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My- Myers would be like, oh, okay. Oh, I thought you guys liked this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for assuming. <laughs> you know what they say about assuming. Uh... They get out on the roof, which seems like not a great idea, because um, Michael is also on the roof very quickly, but somehow on the opposite side of the house. I, I, I don't know. It fucking beats the fuck out of me. But they appear to be trapped um, until until Rachel finds a surplus of coaxial cable, which she uses to create a uh, a, a, a sling, if you will. Uh, a swing to tie around Jamie and send her down the house. Yep. Um, but unfortunately, Rachel goes down the hard way. <laughs> Fucking dude, two ki- two girls swinging from a house, and Michael Myers, like it, it's fucking ridiculous. Who, my, Michael also Michael Michael grabbed a butcher knife, which was conveniently just like placed in the playroom upstairs. Dude, that made no fucking sense. <laughs> That made no sense whatsoever. It was insane. And 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 Rachel is hanging from the roof by her hands. A scene we see in many movies. But what's alarming is Michael Myers is standing directly over her and we're supposed to believe he can't cut her fucking fingers <laughs> in this fucking scene. Um but ultimately she drops off anyway and uh it appears she's dead. Jamie yeah. Jamie cries, um, and Michael gets down quicker than any human possible, even with a ladder, um, which he does not have. <laughs> um, but Jamie escapes, and it turns out Rachel is alive, thank goodness. And unfortunately for Jamie, she's greeted by Loomis, <laughs> who's like, show me where the schoolhouse is. Dude, it, 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 it's fucking what is this 1988 no one has called it a schoolhouse since the 1800s <laughs> the, uh, show me where the town school the village schoolhouse is they break into the school what was the purpose of going to the school uh that's where they're going to take refuge like that's that was their safe hate that's, that's safe the dumbest fucking thing i've ever heard in my <laughs> life i thought i missed a reason like <laughs> i don't no. know michael no. got bad grades and he can't go to school <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I oh boy, that's that's an interesting move. Um and and Loomis gets in the school. Loomis gets thrown through a window. 
which he will survive, right? He shows up later, he, right? He certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> Michael throws Loomis straight out of a fucking building through a window. A man that has already survived uh, being burned alive. Uh, <laughs> an explosion. And he's elderly. <laughs> and he's elderly and walks with a cane. He is thrown out a window. And later we will see him like run down a hill. <laughs> With little effort. Um, the militia shows up, though. They get... They Rachel, get Rachel, Rachel, Rachel sprays Michael with a fire extinguisher. Oh, That's how they escape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blasted fire extinguisher. And the militia, the militia gets them. Um, the kids. This is the scene where they're, where they're like... They have Michael trapped in a building. And they're like, eh, let's, let's call it a night. Michael <laughs> is there. They know where Michael is. And they, they literally say that. They're like, hey, guys... <laughs> I think we're done here. <laughs> the shittiest militia of all time. So they all, uh, they all get in the truck, right? With the, with the kid, with Jamie, with Rachel, and they drive away. And they're all, like, we watch these fucking idiots shoot the shit for half of this ride, being like, man, crazy night that we just had. Also, none of them acknowledging that they just murdered an innocent <laughs> person. <laughs> and then the, Michael Myers pulls a a jason takes manhattan and and is like he somehow is was underneath the truck even though he was in the school when they left and was holding on for the majority of this ride which has been quite some time because they're on like a busy road and they see the state police going the opposite way they see the state police and they're fucking firing guns in the air by the way (laughs) should have been arrested immediately And, uh, yeah, so Michael's doing the old Cape Fear, hanging on to the bottom of the fucking (laughs) truck, which that truck just showed up, just showed up, and Michael's in the building. None of this makes sense. (laughs) They got three guys in the back of the truck. (laughs) Michael uh, kills them all without any of them realizing (laughs) (laughs) that truck bed is so fucking small. It's insane. I know. I know. It's insane. So Michael he, he dismantles, dismantles everybody in the back and then punches through the driver's side window and fucking kills the driver. Oh, uh, this kill is again Michael. Uh, Michael using his hands, his big old hands, <laughs> just rips this guy's fucking face off. <laughs> just grabs him right under his chin and just tears it off. <laughs> fucking amazing! It's so incredible! Fucking amazing! I love it. He's been in a coma for 10 years, has more strength than anyone in the world. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, and, and and he's there. He rips the driver's face off. Rachel starts driving erratically, trying to thwart any type of Myers face ripping or thumb punching, I guess. <laughs> um, and she also somehow manages to fucking smash his face into the windshield, which... Yeah, LOL. Huge laugh out loud moment for me. <laughs> it's so sudden, and it's just this big puppet Myers face that smashes into the windshield. <laughs> Fucking love it. Um, they somehow throw Myers over the, over, like ass over tea kettle off the truck, and um, and she screams, "Die, you son of a bitch!" And they run over Michael. He goes flying to the bottom of this hill. <laughs> and and in true Loomis fashion here, 
Rachel's like, hey, Jamie, just <laughs> wait here. <laughs> the one fucking person that should never be left alone, especially yeah. within 10 feet of Michael. And she goes <laughs> running up the hill to where the police are who, like, no, they're down there and <laughs> they're coming down anyway. And they're like, where's Jamie? And she's like, she should be. Oh, my God. And they look down <laughs> and Jamie is petting Michael Myers. <laughs> This this girl has had nightmares the entire movie, <laughs> terrifying nightmares, causing her to cry. Um, but for whatever reason, she she feels a little something Petting. for Michael, <laughs> and uh, pets his hand. So yeah, <laughs> that was that was cool. Um, <laughs> also, this is my favorite. This is my favorite Myers death scene, and I swear we talked about this on an episode because it makes me laugh every time and I totally forgot about it. Myers moves, obviously, and they're like, get away! And he stands up and they just start unloading fire into him, but the way his body's moving is just so I, fucking funny. I can't even explain it. <laughs> he falls down a mine shaft. It's like it's like O.J. Simpson in the beginning of uh, Naked Gun. <laughs> Gets paint on his suit, steps into a bear trap. Dude, that's 100% what happens. He falls into a fucking hole. And, like, (laughs) what we've learned from Michael Myers is he survives everything. We even know this to this point. You know, he's he's survived now twice. Um, And Loomis, of all people, should know this. And yet, we cut to, they go back to the family's house and idiot asshole Loomis is like, well, Michael Myers is in hell, <laughs> buried where he belongs. <laughs> like, what? No, he, he fell down a fucking well. <laughs> He's not fucking dead. What are we talking about? Nobody goes to check on the body. No one. There wasn't even like a the body was gone moment. You know what I mean? Like there was just it was just like well they just they just left him and called it a night. They did. They were like I'm exhausted. Let's go home. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. But it's not over. We get killer POV. Uh, yes. Walking around, grabbing a pair of scissors. Could it be Michael? Is Michael still alive? No, it is Jamie. Who who kills her foster mother, and uh, we see her shit. This <laughs> this makes me laugh so fucking hard because <laughs> we see her standing and it's just like Michael Myers right. as a kid yep. in, the, in the beginning of the first one. But Loomis pulls a gun <laughs> on a child <laughs> and has his finger on the trigger, and it's just like God no. <laughs> No! No, no, no! <laughs> and everyone's pulling just... a gun on a child. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, Loomis is unhinged. <laughs> like, at this point, he doesn't even know, you know. If the person was killed, he just knows that somebody screamed and that Jamie's holding a spare scissors. Right. He has a gun pointed at her. And that's the end of the movie. And 
And again, for a, a group of people that were like, we're going back to what worked, they immediately kill Michael and replace him with a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, what the fuck is the logic behind any of this? And I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, I want to reiterate that fact that, like, you know, we spent a lot of this episode laughing and, and, and picking things apart. I, this movie is completely enjoyable. Because I know, I know sometimes people get all pissy and they're like, you guys don't appreciate shit. I, this movie's great. <laughs> like, I, have such a fun t- I have such a fun time with it. Absolutely, man. This was it's a blast. A great this, this was a fucking blast. And like, I said it in the Instagram. I don't know if I said it on the show. I think this, this with a few exceptions, there was a few things that made me, that knock it out. But it honestly is one of my favorite favorite Halloween movies and it was really up there to be one of my yeah. absolute favorites but I feel like it was a little toned down I think I think if it was a, if they had some more kills it probably would have been my all-time favorite because it's just out of control it's just out of control it's very very enjoyable it's a great part four and it's a great installment I, I couldn't recommend it enough the only thing I didn't love was I, I don't love like and again we're going back to the whole Jamie thing I just don't, I didn't care for this ending either of like, were they going to make yeah, Jamie sure. the next Michael Myers? Yeah. So, you know how in, that's weird. Cause it was also Friday the 13th part four. <laughs> they make Corey Feldman. Right. Jason. Yeah. It's like they, they tried to do the same exact thing. But why, why the fuck would they do that? <laughs> yeah, But why? Cause you know, cause part five of Jason was, was such a huge smash. <laughs> <laughs> the one without Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I fucking love it, man. That was a great fucking up. That was a great fucking movie. Um, yeah, man. Uh, and that's that. That's Halloween four next week. We are doing Halloween town, Disney original, get your Disney plus fucking whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? Disney plus. Yeah. Watch Halloween Town, use your free week trial, and uh, watch some Halloween Town with us um, next week. And then the week after, um, because Halloween's on a Saturday, so like none of our episodes really... Honestly, the, the week after Halloween is the closest to Halloween. Um, we will be doing Halloween 2018. Yes. Oh boy, that's exciting. Dude, people, are, people are hyped. I, I think I've said this before, but people are so hyped for our... Disney ones, and it's so funny because I, I always thought it was like I, I'd love doing them, but I always thought it was so stupid and like so boring for the listener that yeah. two grown men who, who like horror movies are talking about a Disney rom com. Like we did Underwraps, <laughs> Megaplex. I I think it's just I mean honestly part of the reason why I think we deci- decided to do it was because we were like this will this will make people mad, <laughs> this will annoy people, and that's funny. Dude. They're remaking Underwraps. No, they're not. Are they really? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. God bless them. Can't wait. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fucking great. Why remake it? They could do something else. Do something else. <laughs> we need more material. Well, we'll definitely do the Underwraps uh, remake for sure. Yeah. Right. We should do the Witches remake. It looked real stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she posted a picture of of, of her. Uh, what's her name? Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Plus, there's a picture of her, her like, CGI'd face. Yeah. It looks, everyone's it's everyone's like, like, oh, wow. It's, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's fucking, it's fucking dumb, dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it got the venom treatment. 
hope it just makes wisecracks the entire time. It's like, I prefer eating people. Dude, dude that, that Venom movie is fucking something. <laughs> Tom Hardy making, making jokes to himself for 90 minutes. <laughs> Arguing with himself. Oh my god, it's fucking great. <laughs> Alright, well... That's the end of this episode. We got a lot of stuff planned. I'm really excited. I'm excited for my fucking classes to end and for work to slow down. And uh, we can really uh, do some cool shit on the show. Do some serial killer. Do some live streams. Do some. Do a lot of fucking cool shit. I, I'm really excited. I'm I'm reinvigorated. Um, and me too, uh, man. This has been this has been fun. This has been a fucking blast, man. And uh, really, I, I, says, I, I text. I texted Sean the other, sorry, I'm interrupting. Yeah, you know. yeah. No. <laughs> I, I texted you the other day saying like it's weird. Now I'm like actually like looking forward to Sundays like cuz that's when we record on Sundays. It's like on Friday nights you know, cuz nothing else everything's fucking closed, nothing else to do. Yeah. And I wish we were like recording tonight. Dude, I dude, I I I've had the same experience and and I'm really excited always to watch them Saturday night. Like I've got a routine now and it's like it's like really exciting and I'm like fuck yeah, this is going to be fucking great. And um yeah, it's been a blast. It's been a blast, and and I think everyone like we we've we got a lot of good response the last time, but we are like inundated with responses this time. Like my email box is fucking full constantly, and, and we appreciate it so much. And I'm still trying to get around to everyone. Our new stickers are out too. Um, they look fucking dope, uh, and those will be going out to the Patreoners first. Uh, if you would like one, why don't you leave us a positive review? Five stars. Give us a give us a five stars, and uh, and uh, send me an email, Sean at IHateHorror.com, and I'll get you some of those stickers. They're Mangle Expert stickers, and they're fucking dope. They're fucking dope. Um, hopefully, have some masks soon. I'm still waiting on the pins, so I'll keep everyone posted on that. And um, maybe I think we have to do this. You piece of shit. You piece of shit. <laughs> I did. We absolutely have. To. <laughs> <laughs> all right man do you have anything else to talk about i'm good man all right uh so that's it guys thank you so much i hate horror.com um instagram at i hate horror joe is at what are you at for instagram oh uh <laughs> jesus christ boognish 1985 that's my boy's my boy boog um and uh yeah that's really it that's that's all i have to plug right i don't think i have anything else oh twitter at i hate horror show which i don't really use but sometimes i'll chime in every once in a while so engage me on twitter and maybe you know get me in the loop maybe i'll maybe i'll play a little bit i probably won't (laughs) but that's it guys thank you all so much really appreciate it and um for joe this is sean stay weird thank you adios Dice, 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 dice,